You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back to the show. My name is Tom. It's been quite a while since we've spoke on this uh, on this podcast, on this show. My name is Tom, commonly referred to as Tommy Tennis. A lot of people have been asking where I've been, what I've been up to, uh, and I'm hopefully here to answer those questions today. We might have a lot of new listeners uh, to this show and that have been joining and following Steady Picks since I last did a show. My name is Tom, but commonly referred to around the office and in the Steady Picks circle as Tommy Tennis. Uh, we, we bet a lot of tennis on this show over the last uh, two years, and uh, hopefully we'll continue to do that. But just a quick introduction to me for those that might not know me. Um, we stopped doing this show. We did this show Monday through Friday every single morning uh, since... Oh, it would have been 2020 at some point. Um, so a lot of shows we've done. Monday through Friday, never missed a day. Was always there. First thing, wake up and wager. It was always posted You know, before anybody woke up. We used to record the show at, at 4 o'clock in the morning. Ricky and I did the show for a while. Ricky moved on to do um, Happy Hour, which is still running today and is crushing things uh, on the NFL side. And this show kind of transitioned more into a educational piece. Uh, certainly not that, that Ricky's show is not, but his is much more about the NFL. And this show, we, we kind of pivoted towards uh, tennis, of course, golf, uh, NASCAR towards the end, and just did uh, more educational pieces and topics that we discussed on a daily basis. Um, and talking to Ricky I know he's loving doing happy hour with with Michelle and that show is excellent I listen to it every single week and uh yeah so for those that don't know me Tommy Tennis Tom uh is what they call me um yeah we did this show every single day I'm one of the uh key people at Steady Picks uh and still am even though I haven't done this show uh since Sometime in July, late June, early July, maybe 4th of July might be the last show that, that we did. And um, I had to step away from doing the show. Uh, and many people have asked why, what's going on? Did Tommy Tennis leave Steady Picks? Is he no longer involved? Uh, and I have been in a much less capacity than before, but I certainly have, have still been here. Um, some changes in, in the home life, in my family, uh, resulted in me stepping away from doing the show every morning. I just couldn't commit to getting up at four o'clock and recording the show at the quality that I wanted. I couldn't commit to that. And one of the biggest things that we've talked about uh, in the broader picture of content and running a business and running steady picks is one thing that we've always said, and you'll see this from day one 
up until even now is that if we're going to commit to do something, it has to be done. If I'm going to sit here and say this show is Monday through Friday every single morning, there can't be an excuse as to why there's no Wednesday show and there's no Friday show this week. And now there's two days without a show and what's going on. And I feel very strongly about that, not just for content and steady picks, but in life. Like if you commit to do something, you need to do it in business and everything. Um, and so when I had some changes go on, I said, you know what? I, I can no longer commit this time to do the show. And I'm here today to talk a little bit about that. Wish everybody a happy new year. Uh, give you a sneak peek into what my 2024 looks like. And ultimately jumpstart the show again in some capacity, which we'll talk about um, in a little bit. But uh, as far as me personally, um, welcome to new member of the family in uh, July. And, and most people have asked, and I don't usually get very personal on this show. And just in general, uh, with Steady Picks, we don't generally get too personal. Um but this show had a very good core audience that listened every single morning. And I feel like at this point I owe those people a bit of a, of a, not even an explanation, but just a, an insight into what's going on. So a new member of the family joined in uh, early July. And as that was happening, I, I'm sitting here getting no sleep, uh, just absolutely miserable, really. And I'm looking in the mirror and say, I can't wake up at four o'clock. One, because that's the only time I get to sleep, possibly. Uh, two, if I have to be interrupted during the show, I, you know, I can't really do that. And I liked to have it posted in the morning. And as the day goes on, I could say, oh, I could do it a little bit later and post it later. But again, it goes back to if I can't commit to having this posted first thing in the morning before everybody wakes up, there's no point in doing it. Right. It doesn't, it's not right. That's not fair to the people that listen. And that, you know, with all the podcasts and shows and different content that people can consume, I respect people's time enough that the people that were used to waking up and putting this on on their car ride to work for 15, 20 minutes in the morning, if that wasn't there, like I said it was going to be, that's just disrespectful to the people that, that have supported Steady Picks and followed me and followed us for so, so long, for, for three, four years now. Uh, and that's just not, not right in my book. Um, but between the time commitment that, that having a new member of the family takes uh, and the lack of sleep and, the, and the, just the craziness of your schedule when that happens and trying to get to a point where you can level set and say, okay, this is my new schedule. This is what my time commitment commitments can be. This is what I can you know, time-wise afford to do. I didn't quite know what that was going to look like, and that is why the show stopped. Um, fast forward to today, where we're in a much better place with the schedule. Uh, my son is doing excellent, sleeping much, much better now as of a couple weeks ago, and we're getting into a schedule where I feel like now I can come back and, and make this episode, but also talk about what what's ahead in 2024 for Wake Up and Wager and, and maybe touch a little bit on, on steady picks, but uh, address, address some things. Um, so when we left off in July, 
and I apologize. This is this episode is going to be a little bit all over the place. I've had uh, a notebook of thoughts that I was messing around with and, and continuously adding over the last uh, five months and uh, or six months, really, at this point. Um, and I was going to put that all together and have it nicely prepared, but uh, there's just too much. And I, I thought coming on and just being genuine and talking to everybody was, was really going to be the best way to do this. Uh, but when we left off in, in June, July, we were betting a lot of golf. We did a weekly golf episode. We had uh, NASCAR coming into the fold. Um, we would also do some educational stuff, uh, all different things during the week. And um, that was going great. NASCAR uh, finished the season. So even though I wasn't doing the show, we continued to bet, or I continued to bet. Um, and none of the models got posted on steady picks, and none of the picks really got out either. Again, just that time commitment to get everything over to the website developers and make sure Ricky's in the loop. Like, again, it goes beyond just um, you all that listen to the show. You know, I there's people in the business and in Steady Picks that need to know what's going on and they need to have things at a certain time and in a certain format if I'm going to submit something. And again, th- those were all things that I just could not commit to doing right now or at that time. I couldn't make that commitment because, again, in business, in life, in content, when you say you're going to do something, you, you need to do it. Um, but I continued to bet in the background, bet the rest of the NASCAR season through, uh, I guess, the, when was the last race? Uh, oh, I don't even know when the season ended. October? November? Something? Because um, it overlapped with football for a while. Um, so I continued to bet that. Had a really successful rest of the season in NASCAR. We ended up uh, 28 units, 28.4 units on the season. So really successful NASCAR. Golf, we continued to bet as well. That went okay, not as well as I would have expected. We actually ended the 2023 season slightly in the red by about six units or so. Um, So, you know, I wasn't real happy with that. And you start to question whether or not you're making enough time to really see it clearly and and all those sort of things. Um, And so that was a little tough. But overall, it went really, really well. We've made some NFL futures bets that I have in pocket. Uh, Joe Flacco to win the Comeback Player of the Year. We've got him. We've got DeMar Hamlin at a decent price, uh, minus 150.50 or so, um, which he's still kind of priced in that general range now, uh, which amazes me. But we'll get into that maybe, maybe a little bit later here on the show. Uh, but I continued to bet throughout the rest of the year, went reasonably well nascar was a a nice really nice surprise um and that's sort of what i've been up to over the last since nascar ended and obviously golf was over uh, i haven't done a whole lot of betting i haven't really been betting weekly on the nfl i'll pick off some lines that i like uh and you know listen to to happy hour and what ricky has because his bets have been absolutely crushing it but more importantly than that the closing line value, the CLV he's getting on these plays is just outstanding. So that, to me, and to most people, is the key indicator of actually being successful, betting on sports, and and certainly the NFL. Um, 
And so I'll listen to that and see if there's any of those I want to take. So that's gone pretty well, but not a whole lot of volume. There's maybe been, oh, 15 NFL plays this year for me. Uh, not a whole lot, excluding some of the futures that I've played, uh, which really was only maybe six or seven of those. Um, so it's been pretty quiet since NASCAR ended, uh, which is okay. It's nice to take a little break when, when your sports are out of season. Um, and as we look through 2024, and the reason I wanted to do this today is the golf season starts this week. Uh, the Century of Champions tournament uh, starts on Thursday, January 4th. Uh, I think it's the 4th. Yeah, it's the 4th. Which really isn't the true start of the season. It's really next week at the Sony Open, which is also in Hawaii. Uh, but we will be doing a weekly show going over the golf model. And that will begin to get posted on SteadyPicks.com once again. Uh, so that is the commitment that I'm going to make through this year, at least for right now, is to do one weekly show here on on um, this podcast and titled Wake Up and Wager. We'll title it the, you know, the tournament uh, for said week. And we'll go from there. Um, NASCAR will start in February if I have enough time to put the models together and, and kind of organize my thoughts and make my notes, it will either become a twice a week show or a once weekly show where we do NASCAR and golf smashed into the same episode, uh, which would make it obviously a little bit longer. So that is the plan uh, as we move through and into 2024 for, for me and for uh, wake up and wager. Again, I hope that these episodes will be out before you wake up. I'm thinking Tuesday mornings are going to be the best for golf. Uh, NASCAR, the markets usually don't open till Tuesday, so it, it's going to be tough to do that all in the same morning. Um, so that may have to get split into its own episode, which we'll, we'll explore a little bit later. But again, it all goes back to the time commitment and the commitment that I'm making to steady picks and to you all that, that support us and listen to the show. I can't overcommit and say, yeah, we're going to do twice a week, one golf, one NASCAR and promise that that's going to happen because it may not. But what I am willing to promise is there will be a weekly show for golf with the model posted on steadypicks.com for everyone to take a look at. I will absolutely do that. And I think the golf model really is awesome to put on the website. Like I think a lot of people enjoy looking at that and being able to use it in some capacity to help make their own bets. And that's what we've always talked about on this show is giving out picks is great, but it, as you kind of look at the landscape of gambling Twitter and of the content space around gambling today, all it is is picks everywhere. There's just tons of picks. And I always wanted to do something a little bit different that wasn't just straight giving picks. And I think providing that model is a nice snapshot in for people to look at and say, okay, um, maybe I want to make this bet based on some of this data that, that Tom's put together. Uh, as far as tennis goes, where I get the name Tommy Tennis, uh, we'll see if tennis will return. Tennis I found to be a massive time commitment. Uh, but I think the tennis markets are very profitable. Like I think there is a ton of money to be had in tennis, especially with the model that 
that I still have. Uh, it needs to be updated, of course, but the model that we were using for tennis was outstanding. And I, I think about those days where we were just grinding tennis on a daily basis really fondly. Like, that is so fun. But the trouble is, of course, is tennis really has, like, no off-season, really. Uh, there's a little bit of time, like, right around now where the season kind of stops and now it's picked back up. Uh, but but the difficult thing is they play all over the world. So these races are or these uh, races. These matches are at different times of the day all over the world. There's different tournaments, um, you know, especially not the the major big 1,000 tournaments. You know, there's different tournaments to look at. The beginning of the tournaments have so many matchups that you have to analyze and, and kind of run the numbers on. Uh, and the, the model that I have for tennis is somewhat manual as far as entering. I, I haven't found a good way to get the matchups translated into the model for it to do by itself. So I can pull some of them like some of the big ones, but oftentimes you'll find the value in the smaller matches with two lesser known players, uh, maybe with less experience. That's where you really can find a lot of value. And um, between doing that every day and then doing my best to watch as much as I could um, throughout the day or throughout the morning or late in the evening, whatever time the tournament was, it was a massive time commitment. And I think about, and I think most people should think about this in, in betting is you can't do everything. You just simply cannot do everything at a relatively high level, or I should even say a winning level. You can't do it. I don't care how much time you have in the day. You cannot do it. Um, and so you have to get to a point where you want to decide, like, am I going to do golf? What do I enjoy more? What do I think is more challenging? What do I think is more rewarding? What do I think is most profitable? which may arguably tennis, so maybe I've made an error on that side. But there's so many things that go into it. But when I think about doing tennis, golf, and NASCAR all at the same time, like my, my brain capacity, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do them all. And then you layer in, you know, football, and you want to stay on top of that because that's like the major, you know, obviously the major sport. And Formula One, I like to dabble in some of those bets. And all of a sudden, you, you look at it, you're like, if I do everything okay, will I ever do any of this really well? And the answer is likely no, much like betting, but you know, like in life, that's how it is. You can't be good at everything. I should say a very small percent, 1% of people on earth can be good at everything. And that ain't me. So uh, you have to make a decision on what, what am I really going to focus on? What am I going to do? Uh, NASCAR has been very fun and rewarding and, and doing the model I really enjoy. And it's not uh, so as difficult as the tennis model is to work with. And the golf model at this point is super easy. Uh, most of my time, and, and this is where you really want to get to when you start modeling things, is most of your time working on it should be focused on analyzing what came up and making small adjustments and, and doing some other information like most of your time shouldn't be spent just getting the model to work. And that's where the tennis model was for me is a lot of my time was spent getting it to work and getting it to output the numbers I want. And then you're spending additional time to kind of do all the other things that you need to do before placing a bet. Line shopping for tennis is much more difficult. Um, all these things. So like price checking tennis is essentially a manual 
task. And, you know, bet stamp has the tennis section, but it's not always up to date and it's not always correct. It doesn't always show all the matches, all the tournaments. It certainly doesn't show all the tournaments. So there's some manual labor to do with that as well. And combining all those things together, that's really the, um, the difficulty with the tennis and doing everything else. And uh, I've really enjoyed doing golf uh, more than anything. So that's where I want to focus, even though it wasn't as profitable last year as I, I would have thought. Um, I'm looking forward to the challenge this year. I've spent a lot of time over the last three months messing around with the way that I'm analyzing the data in the model. And I made a few small adjustments looking back on, on this year's data or on this year's uh, sample size, really. And we've made some adjustments, um, not only within the model, but thinking about how much do I risk on outrights on any given week. Like, I think for a while last year, we were just too heavy on the outrights, like much too heavy. And arguably, some of the tournaments, we just had much too, much too many units on the line. Like, we had just too many units out in play for one tournament. So if we read that tournament wrong, and our maybe top six, seven guys that we liked, they all played poorly. We got slaughtered. Like we would get slaughtered. And so you, you know, early in the season last year, maybe April, May, we were up, I don't know, 15, 20 units, something double digit units in golf. And all of a sudden you have one bad tournament. I think it was the Memorial, uh, or maybe the masters might've been the masters that just destroys you. Like, you just put too much in play. You had too many thoughts, too many bets. Everyone's talking about the Masters. And you kind of fall victim to the to that mindset, which you really don't want to. Like, you really, really don't want to do that uh, in betting. Like, consuming too much content, too many ideas, too many thoughts, too many guys really high on this guy, that guy. Oh, am I missing something? Like, there's a whole mental element to it that um, I still struggle with, not just for golf, but with everything. Like, with all... Um, betting in general like you just hear so many opinions you talk to your partners and the people that you trust and respect in your circle for that sport and ultimately you just end up with too much on the table uh well a little bit off topic so apologize for that but yeah so golf nascar that's going to be back for 2024 from a steady picks perspective we have so much stuff going on it's just been an excellent um, five, six months. Ricky is outstanding and he keeps the wheels on this bus moving forward in a positive direction. Uh, the Brady bag show with Sean Brady and, and Joe Pfeiffer, that's gone excellent. People love that show. That's over on YouTube as well. It's a video uh, podcast, which is just fantastic to watch and, and listen to. Um, it's really so unique and one of a kind. Like there are not many current athletes doing a show on their sport, giving out picks for who they think is going to win the fight based on their experience and what they know. And I think it's so valuable. Like, it is so valuable, you have no idea. Um, so that show has been excellent. Kurt's been excellent excellent on there as well. Uh, Hated or love it with Lendale White. He's on an absolute heater, and he's a legend for in the college football space. And the rotating guests that he has on the show – uh, of different people every week is just awesome and incredible to listen to. And I find the guests so interesting and bring a different perspective. 
Um, and while him and his guests are not true sports bettors at heart, um, I think, again, the perspective that they can bring to something like that is just fantastic uh, and well worth the listen. Fantasy football show is, is great with uh, that Ricky does as well. Uh, Sporting Intelligence is back this year. We're lucky enough to have them as a partner again this year. And those guys do an excellent job. Um, their website is also excellent. So if you get a chance to go check that out and listen to them, um, I think you'll find a lot of valuable information there. Like the, the work that they put in on the NFL side is so unique and one of a kind that uh, that's well worth a listen. So overall, I felt like when I stopped doing the show, we got all these other shows in the mix and it just felt like a good time when at one point Wake Up and Wager was the only show that we had. Like if you go back to early last year, or maybe maybe all of 2023 we had these shows, but you know, partially 2022, um, you know, it was basically the only show we had. We had that and and a happy hour show with Ricky and I as well. So it was the same two people. So all that to say that Steady Picks is in such a positive place right now um, with the content, with the website, some of the things that Ricky and I have been working on behind the scenes that will hopefully come along here. Uh, we wanted to have something launched um, for like right now that just didn't quite get done. Um, I, I find that everything in the technology website space, uh, certainly the content space takes a little bit longer than you think it will. And we're learning that lesson uh, through this journey that we're going on here. Uh, so hopefully more to come on that. Ricky and I'll do some sort of episode when that when that is, uh, we're ready to talk about that. Um, but otherwise, I, I really wanted to get on here today and wish everyone a happy 2024 and just recap a little bit personally and professionally of 2023 and look ahead to say what's coming for 2024. So uh, I am halfway through the golf model as it sits today. Hopefully we'll have that finished up tomorrow. And... I think the the episodes maybe Tuesday or Wednesdays. I, I'm undecided yet. I, I think Wednesday is better, uh, but it gives less shelf life to the episode, being that the tournament starts on Thursday morning. So we may we may try to get it together for Tuesday, but it it does take a little bit of time for me to really be confident in the bets that I'm going to give and what I'm going to talk about. Uh, so that may end up being Wednesdays. You'll find out here this week and uh, in the weeks to come. But really excited to be back on Wake Up and Wager and be back sharing my thoughts about betting, some educational stuff, all sorts of things I'm so excited for. Um, 2023 was a was an interesting year, to say the least, for me and my life and for Steady Picks. Really, really um, intense is the best word I, I could describe it. Um, the sports betting industry continues to boom. Barstool, you know, Barstool Sportsbook went away. ESPN bet is here. We didn't get to talk about any of that as much as I wanted to. Um, so ESPN bet is now a thing uh, run by the same, you know, the same group in the same casino that Barstool once was. Um, gambling Twitter has just become even more of a cesspool than I thought it could be. We spent a lot of time talking about gambling Twitter and some of the just absolute garbage you see on social media and now TikTok and 
everywhere else that has just become such a fucking disaster and so embarrassing to the people that really make good content in this space. Uh, it's just become such a shame and such a disaster. That so much absolute garbage is out there. And you'll remember from the shows before, like that's one of those things I'm so passionate about and which is why in the whole beginning we started this company and this uh, show in particular, right? Like we started wake up and wager to be a transparent place for real betting thoughts for above average betters. Like we don't cater to the Joe Schmo, the degenerate. That's not really what wake up and wager was designed to, to do. We cater towards people who are trying to take it seriously, who are trying to learn the right way to do things and who are trying to be successful sports bettors. And again, not make sports betting your, your career, right? That's not even the people where I don't think those people even consume any content, but we cater towards the people who want to try to win and want to do so with people that they can trust. And that's, that was the whole idea behind steady picks and certainly behind wake up and wager. Uh, when we started doing this show, gosh, uh, two and a half years ago at this point, maybe three years ago when we started doing this show. Uh, but anyway, I've rambled on long enough. It's been a half an hour uh, recording of me just rambling here. So I apologize for that, but so excited to be back. I thank every single person who's continued to support steady picks by listening to any of the shows that we have or signing onto the website to see the picks or messaging us on Instagram and on Twitter and all those places. Um, on TikTok, we've got a nice little following on TikTok these days. So I appreciate every last one of you that continues to do that. I thank you so much for your support. And I look forward to um, bringing some golf content back to Steady Picks here as we move forward. So that's going to do it for me. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Thank you all so much again. Hope everyone had a nice holiday. Best of luck into 2024. And we will talk again later this week and every week into the future as we uh, try to take down this golf betting market, which is absolutely insane. Last note on the golf betting market. If anyone knows, if you listen this long, if anybody knows any one and done leagues that will get started, most of them start for the Sony Open uh, in a week and a half from now. If anybody knows any good one and done leagues to join, I'm all in. I'm all in. It's basically, um, if you don't know what the one and done leagues are, you pick one golfer a week, you get points based on how much money they earn from the tournament, uh, based on where they finish, how much money they've earned, you get points. Uh, it's like usually one point per uh, dollar that they win, something like that. Um, but I am all in on one of those. I would love to do one of those this year and be able to talk a little bit about that as we uh, go through the season. Um, so over on Twitter, at SteadyPicks underscore Tom, that's where you can find me on Twitter. Probably no tweets for a long time on there, but uh, we will be back. But send me a message if you have any good one-and-done leagues for the PGA Tour this year. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so, so much again. Appreciate your time here today. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah, spinning like a box.